So here's a question that might feel a little bit uncomfortable for many riders. What is actually stopping you from riding more or from spending more time in the saddle? And not just the wishy-washy answer that automatically jumps into your head and that you tell everybody else. What I would love for you to do is to begin to dive a little bit more into this, go through the discomfort, because I'm telling you now, there's going to be a little bit of mental discomfort here, okay? Go through it and actually begin to really get down to what it is that is preventing you from spending more time in the saddle. Okay, I'm going to dive into this today. It's a two-parter. We're going to dive into some external factors today and some internal factors in the next episode. Let's go. Hey there and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach and I work with riders who usually are working alone with their horse, helping them to train their horse, become better riders and have loads of fun and keep things interesting as they go along the way. Okay, so it's a big, big topic and it's one that, as I mentioned, it can feel really, really uncomfortable. What actually is stopping you from riding more? And I think for many riders, when they can begin to dive into this and actually feel all the feelings and become uncomfortable and just be happy enough with being uncomfortable, okay? It is going to begin to open up things and also they can begin to make real changes so as they do actually spend more time with the saddle. And as I said, we're gonna dive into five different reasons that this can happen and these are external reasons, okay? This is not the voice going on in your head. This is other stuff, okay, that can cause this for you. And if you can really identify what's going on and begin to make changes or identify where changes must be made, you will begin to see a difference in your schedule and in essentially how much time you're spending in the saddle. So, and with that, I really want to start with that. It's time, time habits. Now, notice that I did not say a lack of time. That was intentional. Time habits are different because you see, I actually think that most riders do have the time, but that if you can imagine time as being something that there's this finite amount that you can spend, which is minutes and hours each day. And if you can think of, you're going to now allocate the time that you have throughout the day to certain things. Now, a lot of people will say, Horse riding is a priority. Horse riding is like one of the things they want to spend their time on. But then if you look at how they're spending their time, well, you know, the time for riding, Kitty. Yeah, it's underfunded, hey? (laughs) There's like nothing going in there. And if there is something going in there, it's few and far between. So I think that it's really important that we begin to look at that. Now, I would say start with like an honest look at your time habits and I have a free workbook that can help you with that. You can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash time. And you can also, there's a, going to be a link in the show notes here for this as well, okay? But I also think then it is important to get clear on your priorities, okay? So your priorities and your values. Because a lot of people, you'll ask them like, what's a priority for? you what are your five top values and then you look they'll tell you okay they list them off because you know everybody has this ideal thing like well mine is this and this and this and you know it's all good and it sounds so good now you're like great now give me a full like no lies breakdown of your last week show me exactly where you spent your time and you'll see that they're not lining up hey 
there's like a serious misalignment going on there. And I think that that's important. You can have ideals that you're working towards, but I think it's important right now to get clear on where you actually are right now. Okay. Like what do you want to kind of work towards and then what is actually happening right now because that is going to really show you where you can begin to make changes with this now the second reason that many riders are not getting into the saddle as much as they want is because of a lack of facilities and sometimes and this may sound a bit odd now but sometimes the lack of facilities has also to do with our habits and it's because we fall into the habit of being comfortable we become comfortable at a certain yard or with a certain group of people or doing a certain thing or whatever it is but the thing is that over time as riders and as equestrians we're all the time changing we're evolving and if we're not constantly being I suppose aware and being present and really making sure that the facilities that we have at the place where we're riding or the place we're keeping our horse and the people that are there and the community of people that we're listening to, if they are not kind of staying, keeping up with us or staying with us, we can become very, very stuck, okay? And you'll find people riding at yards or staying at yards that... it really they're not for them at all they, it doesn't have the right facilities there's no match there but it's comfortable because if you were to then say to those riders okay well then change yards oh you see that oh ooh, that's a stretch eh <laughs> like what would they think what would they say oh the hassle of trying to find somewhere else and ba 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 but this is something that's really important i think that you need to make sure that wherever you are and whatever facilities are there, they are supporting you and supporting you from the perspective that potentially maybe time is a challenge for you, but there's staff there who are going to help, but they're going to have your horse in for you and have your horse ready for you or whatever the case is. Or if you need a bigger facility or a smaller facility, um, that is going to be there for you as well. But if you're not riding, if your lack of riding has to do with the facility's not been correct to support you, you really need to question that. And again, it can sometimes lead to some difficult conversations or uncomfortable conversations. But I think essentially it is worth it and it ends up all being good on the other side of it. Now, I spoke there about facilities that don't support you. And I think that that's really important as well because you will inevitably outgrow things, okay? And If you're remaining tied to a farm or tied to a yard or tied to an organization that really doesn't support you on the journey, um, you're going to find that you're not going to spend as much time riding. Where a lot of riders see this is they will maybe fall in with a yard and the maybe the yard is full of we'll pick a discipline show jumpers okay and there's a couple of different arenas they're all like great for show jumpers and there's all the things happening they're big open arenas big spaces big jumps always being set up big grid work exercises being set up it's all show jumping and you're not really into the whole show jumping thing you like trail riding okay and you're like yeah no I'm not feeling comfortable here I don't really enjoy this and um, it's not going to work for you and you're not going to ride now another way I see this play out is very often people will again kind of fall in with a crowd of people or fall in with a yard and if we again go back to show jumping the 
the arena is simply just too big for them. <laughs> like the, they don't feel comfortable. They need something a little bit smaller and a little bit more tailored to somebody that needs a little bit more support and confidence. Um, somebody who needs just the, the boundaries to be there. They rely a little bit more on the boundaries of the arena and that's fine, okay? Everybody starts out that way. There is no shame in it. That's the way it is. But if you continue to stay at the yard where you're maybe it's causing you to not feel confident or maybe vice versa. Maybe you want to go on and do all the show jumping and the big fancy stuff and you're kind of at the yard that really just supports um, riders who maybe, you know, everything's like small and neat and, you know, it's all kind of compact and really focuses on trust and training and all that you are not going to feel so great there either. And you're going to eventually stop going simple as, okay? So I do think that that's important as well. Now, the fourth external reason is because there's not enough prep being done. And, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again, okay? In order to make consistent progress in your riding, you are going to have to have a strategic plan and you're going to take consistent action, okay? If you're just riding for the sake of riding, it is not going to work in the long run. And yeah, you may clock the four rides a week. You may be like, yes, I've done like four rides of 35 minutes a piece in the arena. Woohoo! But like, did you actually move anything forward or were you just going through the motions? And if the answer to the question is, I don't know, or, you know, uh, I, didn't, I didn't really do anything. Well, I would say that you're going to have to begin developing your skills as a trainer for your horse as well. So often we can get stuck in developing our skills as a rider and of course that is important and we need to do that but if you're in charge of moving moving the ball along okay you're gonna have to also develop your skills as a trainer okay especially if you don't have a trainer helping you it's really really important now I would say that you need to have something that you're excited to work towards okay and we're going to be talking about that more about that in the second part of or part two of um, this little kind of theme we're on now, okay? And then when you have something, you can then begin to work backwards. And what's lovely is once you start working backwards, you can see all the gaps. You can see like the gaps between here and there, or there and here. And you can start actually planning specific training days with your horse to begin filling those gaps in. And that's really important as well, okay? And then like being able to just remind yourself of the intention of each ride as you ride, that's a great way to keep on track and to make sure that you are getting quality with each of your training sessions with your horse rather than quantity. Like anybody can ride the four days a week. Anybody can do the clock in riding. It doesn't work in the long term to move things forward. So that's important. Now, the fifth reason that you might not be riding as much as you would like is because you're people pleasing. Now, You've probably said, what? What's that got to do with anything? Um, but I, I do think this is a bit of a block for a lot of riders, okay? Now, one of the ways this can happen is if you're at a yard full of people who love to chat. And I actually hear this. It, it, this is a common one. I hear this a lot from riders that they, they actually end up not going to the yard at certain times because they know they're going to meet that person. You know who that person is for you who just keeps talking and you're like, ah, you know, I need to get, I've only this much time and I need to get this, this, this and this done. And, uh, you know, like, ugh. 
and it becomes really frustrating. And so instead of being stuck for 30 minutes, kind of cornered by this person, they just don't go or they don't ride or else they go and they get cornered for 30 minutes. And I really think that you are going to have to get clear on your priorities. Is your priority to talk to that person or is your priority to work your horse? Okay, so get clear on the priorities, but then also you want to be really, really, I suppose, clear on what you can say in advance to move things forward, okay? So now, obviously, greet people and be nice to people, okay? We're all about being nice to people. So greet them, be nice to them. But then you can simply say, okay, I have to keep moving here because I've only a certain amount of time and I've actually a lot planned. So I tell you what, if you want to chat, come walk with me. Most people won't walk. They won't. They'll be like, ah, no, I'll catch up with you later. Bye. And you can just toodle along. You've been like, you have been nice. You've been polite. You just carry on and do your own thing. And if they do come along after you, just kind of keep nodding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you keep, what's my priority? My priority is to work my horse. And just keep going, keep going. And very soon that person will know that your priority is to work the horse and they will keep it short, sweet, and to the point with you, okay? Now, another way that people-pleasing can sometimes become a problem is to do with the people in your life, especially the VIPs in your life. Um, so partners, children, parents, whoever that is for you. Um, and this is especially true if horse riding is not a priority for them, okay? They'll be like, why do you spend so much time with the horse? Why do you need to go to the yard every day of the week? Okay, and they don't really understand that that's okay. That's not their prerogative to understand. That's your prerogative to understand that. But I do think what's important is that you are able to communicate to them that this is important to you. You would obviously love their support. And you are also willing to give them your time on this, this, and this day at this, this, and this time and then you make sure you follow through with that okay and you really and truly do give them focus time and attention as well i think when we especially initially get into horse riding or get back into horse riding if if it's been a while since we were doing it, it we can become like obsessed and i think that's a fair enough word i i think that most people experience this and it's like everything kind of revolves around it it's like oh you know this is brilliant and da 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 Yeah, but you you have to remember, it's not that for the other people in your life. They're like, it's a horse, who cares? So it is important to understand that, set realistic expectations for them, and then also follow through with whatever it is you said you were going to do with them as well, okay? Um, And I think that that will get you more of what you're looking for with your horse. Now, again, you can get that free workbook over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash time. Um, the free workbooks there to help you figure this out and in the next episode I am going to dive into five of the more internal reasons that this can crop up for you in your writing okay I'm gonna leave it there and I'll chat to you then be good bye